Sonic State Talk. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sonic Talk 217. Uh, we're recording live today, Wednesday, 4 o'clock UK time at sonicstate.com forward slash live. In case you're hearing this after the fact and you're wondering how to get here, come around 4 p.m. on a Wednesday and you can see... Um, what we're up to, uh, and what we're up to is uh, we're doing Sonic Talk number 217. Well, I, I've just talked myself into a sort of loop there. So anyway, I'm going to welcome my guests. Well, I'll welcome the chatties first. So everybody in the chat room, welcome. Thank you very much for joining us. Always good to see you. Uh, nice, fulsome chat room we've got there. No doubt partially fuelled by uh, Gaz's uh, rash promise last week to, uh, <laughs> to to record, write and record a song in five minutes. And I've even made you a little clock, Gaz, which will count down. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just to make it a bit more exciting. Oh, you've got one too. Uh, I'll just check to see if I can actually attach that to the uh, to the scenario. Uh, let me see. I think if I do that, I uh, know I need to do it like this, don't I? So, but do you have a buzzer sound for five? You know, at five minutes? Do I? I don't know if I do, but I'm. I've, there's my clock. I've got me. There's the five minutes in there for the for the people in the chat room. Um, so it's a, just a big five sort of looming there with a sort of, a, but anyway, no, Gaz, I really, I know you can do it. You've done some fantastic stuff. Uh, so I know that it's not going to be a problem. Do we all get to call play by play? I'm not sure how it works. What are we going to moving over towards the microphone now? I'm not sure. <laughs> the song is going to have to be under about a minute and a half. If you've got three instruments because three playthroughs and you're sort of, so it's one take yeah. wonder. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, I can he's got four well. limbs. What do you mean? He's got four <laughs> limbs, three instruments. What's your problem? <laughs> so anyway, welcome, everybody. Um, glad to have you aboard. I'll start with, um, let me see, I'll start over here uh, with Mr. Rich Hilton, who's there, resplendent in white. How are you, Rich Hilton? Very well, thank you. Rich Hilton, of course. And oh, I was going to... Regarding count. the white, regarding the white... Um, yeah. It was years after this was given to me that I discovered that it's the national football jersey of Germany. Ah, okay. Shortly after they were drubbed 5-0 by, uh, by the UK in their only time that they've probably, probably beaten them convincingly. Anyway, Rich, Rich Hilton, um, engineer, studio producer, player, uh, man about chic, and uh, he's the main man at Nile Rogers Personal Studio. Welcome aboard. Hiltonius is the handle you'll find him at at various points on the interweb. So thank you for joining us, Rich. And uh, then we're going to go upstairs <laughs> to Gaz Williams, who's joining us from his what looks like a garret studio up there. We're actually in the inner sanctum of your recording area, I believe. Are we, Gaz? Oops. Sorry, I just put my headphones out. <laughs> ah, easily done. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you can hear me okay? I can hear you fine. You're sounding fine. Um, okay. And thank you very much for joining us. And Gaz, uh, Gaz of course, uh, songsurgeon.co.uk, um, Welsh producer, based in Bristol. Very, very busy. I'm surprised you found the time even to, re to, to do us a five-minute song, Gaz, because you are so busy usually. So, well, What have you got on at the moment? Uh, right. Well, uh, I've been working, doing more work for Akira the Don. Uh, ah, yes. Doing, uh, uh, well, um, <laughs> just trying to think which else. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, just doing some Asteroid Deluxe at work yesterday. That's a, like a space rock band, really kind of far out, freaky kind of thing. Uh, what else? Um, well, I got, this, uh, I got this big album 
that, well, I say big album. For me, it's a big album that's coming out next week. That's the William D. Drake album, formerly of the Cardiacs, which are wearing T-shirts. Uh, and that's uh, called The Rising of the Lights. And I'm absolutely thrilled to bits about it. It's, uh, it's getting some really good uh, airplay. Um, so uh, that's my... Um, Excellent. Well, that's enough. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> okay, sorry. We don't need any more. I can't imagine that there's any room for any more in your life. Anyway, thank you for joining us, songsurgeon.co.uk. And now we'll go over to Dave Spears, who's over there uh, with the uh, whirly behind him and uh, what looks like um, the, the bottom stage of the, an Apollo moon rocket that he's drinking some kind of liquid hydrogen out of. No? It's a, can- it's a Canon lens mug. Get this. Wow. Hang on, I'll just put the lid on. Yeah, oops. <laughs> no, we're all right. <laughs> it's my birthday yesterday, and the oh. missus bought me this for my birthday. And as I opened it up, I thought it was a real lens, and I was going, You didn't. No, you didn't. And in my head, I'd made a mental association within a split second with the amount of money it must have cost. And I was thinking, <laughs> Oh, it's an, it's an F4, so it's probably about a grand. And then I pulled it out and thought, Blimey, that's light. And then found it was a mug. Uh, which was a huge relief. <laughs> well, I suppose, yeah. A huge relief and a little bit of disappointment there, or did you hide it well? No, 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 no. I was kind of like, phew, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because now what can I, What am I going to get her? her birth- anyway, Dave, happy birthday, mate. I didn't know that. I feel terribly remiss. Yeah, I didn't you. Facebook you or anything. I was l- There I was in my own world, just kind of, I don't know. I went to... It's, no, no, it's fine. I was p- taking pictures of peacocks at Corsham Court yesterday. Fantastic. Yeah, Went to an much. art show. It was, it was fabulous. Anyway, um, I am waffling. I'm going to be well. staying in Corsham. Are you? Yeah, my relative has just bought the Methuen Arms in Corsham. The Methuen Arms, which uh, Lord Methuen, of course, was one of the residents of Corsham Court. Yeah, so I'm going to go down and stay there. Oh, lovely. Well, come and see us. Please do. I will. Of course. So I, I'm a bit lost, actually. I, I, so, Gaz, you're, I think you should be in charge. How do you want to do this? Do you want to kind of ease yourself into it or you just want to start? How would you like to, how would you like to do it? Because I'm perfectly happy to do some topics and you know, give you a bit of space, let you get comfortable with being online and then hit you with it. Okay, Will if you, you want to, that's fine. Then, okay. uh, yeah. All right, well, brilliant. Anyway, um, well, let's start with, uh, what should we start with? I've got, uh, oh, yeah, I thought this was pretty cool. Let's see if I can find it now, because I've got a, a uh, movies. That's it. Check that out. Well, you can't see that, obviously, because um, that's just a picture. But that's the picture of the chemi- Chemical Brothers uh, private studio. I should have had some audio, couldn't I? I could have had some really kind of kicking MS-20 beats or something, <laughs> but I just didn't think about that at all. It's probably good for the copyright anyway. Um, so that is the, uh, yes, that's the... The SSL equipped a dual. It's got. They've just put a Logic Duality SE in there, which is all well and good. But what a fantastic setup! Isn't that nice, Dave? Do you, are you looking at that and kind of uh, pawing, pawing at the ground, thinking, "Oh, you want a room that big?" Yeah, uh, but it's interesting because I know some of those instruments. KSR8, he did that uh, Emu modular, repaired that when I was up at his place the last time. Mr. Spong in the background. Yep. And uh, actually, what does make me laugh is under that um, EMS, it looks suspiciously to me like an Akai S612 sampler, which is probably about the cheapest thing in that entire room. And that's including the floor tiles. (laughs) 
I would think the floor tiles are very, very expensive. Yeah, yeah. And they're all cut. Nice stuff. That little rainbow generator he's got that kind of gives him a special kind of holy halo. That's that's got to be worth a few quid as well. But what a, yeah. what a setup! Beautiful. Um, I'm yeah. just trying to think. There was the, 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 they've got an AKS Cynthia AKS in there as well, which looks. I've always wanted one of those just for the look of them. Yeah. And they've clearly got one. Obviously, they've got MS20s because they were famous for the MS20. They popularised the MS20 filter, didn't they, back in the, the 1990s, last century? Funny, that uh, EMS, Peter Zanofiev's um, AKS is for sale on the Vemir auctions. Really? Yes. As is a load of stuff that I want but can't find the space for. But think of all the money that you saved on getting the mug instead of the lens. And you'll be able to talk uh, your missus into um, diverting the funds, possibly, to uh, to some other goodies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lost cause. I'm talking no. complete rubbish, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I noticed he's got, the, he's got the machine dead centre there, hasn't yeah, he? Yes, so I saw that as well. The Native Instruments mm. machine. Speaking of Native yeah. Instruments. Hmm. So I wonder if that's... I mean, you know, given all the equipment in there, it looks like it's in the, in the prime prime position. That's a bit of Native Instruments Razor, because I just reviewed that, and I've been going through the sounds, and I've been enjoying myself immensely, because it sounds so jolly good. Uh, yeah, uh, lovely stuff there, though. Lovely stuff. And the duality is supposed to be pretty tasty as well. Um, Rich, have you ever have you had any uh, uh, well-meaning SSL salespeople try to try to flog you a duality for Niles' um, facility? Not, not with any degree of ferocity, no. Because <laughs> they all know me too well. Um... <laughs> But it's a lovely console. I've been around them. It's it's a interesting board. People seem to really enjoy using it. Some folks like having that right there. Yeah. Well, it's, isn't it the duality? Isn't that the thing that flips between an analog console and a door controller? Or am yes. I? Yeah. Yes. I do yes. like the sound That's, of that. That's a nice idea. There's a few things that do that, aren't there? But I'm guessing. Okay. So what's what's on that table behind him? Is that a Korg PS thirty three hundred or thirty one hundred facing I think it's like thirty two? It is a Korg, though polyphonic. Yeah, is that what yeah, that 32, is? Yeah, thirty-two hundred. Yeah, I've not yeah, played. Okay. I've not played with one of those. Uh, Will's I got. I think Will's got a thirty-one. They do look lovely, though, don't they? And they sound yeah, lovely. I, ha- you I have. have. Yes, they were. They were very nice. Yes, I was. I remember when they were new. Fully, po- <laughs> fully, fully polyphonic, weren't they? I think so. Yeah, it was a divide-down thing. I think you know, oscillate, dividing down the oscillators. I was so thinking, the 33 uh, was fully. Ah, okay, right. The 33 but there was only about 50 of those made, the 3300s. There was one mm. available. I saw, I saw kind of, well, not that recently, but recent-ish, certainly in recent years. <laughs> Some, and I, I, yeah, they're supposed to be a bit of a, uh, bit of a find, aren't they, if you can get one. I don't know what they're like in terms of you know, fixing and what have you. I guess there might be someone in the chat room that may, uh, may or may not... Uh, Know that uh, Howie says in the chat room he didn't see a thirty-three hundred in there, so it must be something else. Must be one of the one of the thirty, one of the three. No, uh, you can two. see it's a thirty-two. It's got it's where is it? It's in front of the emu, Howie. On that middle, it's on, on the table, faced like ninety degrees to our view. Well, and we... in the back corner there, between the Roland and the Moog. <laughs> what is Still that? A lot of stuff, though, isn't there? I mean, it's kind of what is that there? I know. I don't know. Let's have a look. I can't because the thing is I'm I'm watch I'm looking at this on a tiny little preview screen in my video mixing window so all I can see is a load of dark kind of looming shapes I can't make any of it out so I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> un- I'm unable to comment which is a flaw in my plan rather 
Well, maybe somebody in the chat room knows what that thing is back there. Between ah, the Moog B- and the Rolex. Bukla 200E, the one that kind of comes round and over. Ah, okay. No, that's uh, over, that's no right. not there. No, no, no. That's over on the right. I'm ah. talking about – if you look basically straight behind the guy's head, there's something light gray back there, a panel. Mm. Uh, a couple of panels, you know. Like oh, it I may know. just be a bunch of Eurorack uh, stuff. I don't know. It might be more – might be dope fur. Yeah, it could be. I can't tell. I just uh, that's the oh, one that's got me stumped. Oh, well, I'll tell you what it might be analog systems. Ah, ah. yes indeed. It's about the right color, isn't it? Yeah. Wooden uh, keyboard. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, 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 I see. I see what you're talking about now. I've got I've pulled up the full res version. No expense spared there. <laughs> well, well, some expense spared clearly, but I've, okay. I've, I've stretched to opening another browser window just for this show. <laughs> anyway, right, um but yes, so that apparently has been used. Uh, <laughs> uh, they considered. I, I suppose I should do the PR buzz because I mean it's only fair since we mentioned it. Uh, what was it? It's a forty-eight channel solid-state logic duality SE. The score for the recently re-psychological thriller was done. Uh, Black Swan was done on it. Chemical Brothers consider duality an instrument in their projects that gathers together all the synthesizers. Outboard gear and logic. Interestingly enough, door for creative experimentation with new music and beats. Thank you very much. PR mm. mode over. So, yeah, good fun. Good fun. Right. Um, so, let me see what else we have here. Oh, this was nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to see if I can. Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm just going to wait to see that I actually am seeing people. Hey, okay. People are seeing me. Good. That's just my little last safety check. So, listen. I am honored and excited mm-hmm. to show you guys uh, the this guy, this guy Josh Mobley, if you don't know him, he's a composer. He's a... I'm going to fast forward a little bit until there's some finger drumming. That will do. That's interesting. This is basically the uh, the news that we've got. Propeller heads. Uh, now let me just sing. It's three M's, and it's not. It's it's not what you think it is. It's making music month, but it should be four M's because it should be making music month of May. But you know, <laughs> I'm not going to pl- split hairs. But it's a great concept. Um, and basically, what they've done, they've got um, pretty much an event every day, which is either an interview with uh, people who use any propeller heads products, or artists showing their live rig or workflow stuff. And they started off there was a, a great interview with uh, the, th- the 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 three uh, founders of propeller heads. Uh, I think the next uh, there's live artist Q and A. I think there's something going on at five o'clock today. Uh, don't leave the show, obviously. Uh, uh, and on th- also, for this Friday, Controllerism and Reason with James Bernard, Creative Flow with Terry Wisdom. There's tons of it. And it just sort of struck me as a really, really great idea. I wish I was going to be around for, for a lot of it because I'd really like to watch it. Um, did you get a chance to see any of it? Because it seems to have come off pretty well. It doesn't look like they've uh, made any technical compromises. Um, Gaz, did you get a chance to see any of these things? No, sorry. Uh, no. I, I'm sure you've been. I'm sure you've been busy with your preparation for this show in the song department. So, uh, okay. What about you, Rich? Did you have you had a chance to check this out? I did watch some of the video. Yes, because I know I know sort of a little bit one of the people involved. So I would. I'd never met him, and I kind of just wanted to watch the video and get a sense of what I. And it was everything I dreamed it would be. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way. I mean. Pardon? In a good way, I hope. Yeah, it was fine. It was cool. Uh, it's, it's, 
how shall I put this delicately? It's not the liveliest interview you've ever seen, but it is informative and interesting and everybody's happy and peppy and somewhat full of life. I think there's going to be, I mean, obviously it's quite an undertaking because that, that guy, <laughs> uh, the main guy is, is actually the one who is, seems to be conducting all of the events and kind of making them, uh, making them hang together. And presumably there's a technical team behind him uh, dealing with all the video and what have you, because it's no mean feat to set it all up as I can attest to. And if I was having to do it with, uh, with all the feet, I'm very curious how they did it because there are also bits where it goes full screen. I wonder if they did it in iChat rather than Skype. It's quite possible, I guess. But um, great idea. It's like a sort of festival of arts, propellerhead arts. I just really like the idea. Dave, do you, would you? I want to see more of this kind of thing. I think it's an actual cracker. What do you reckon? Yeah, no, I managed to catch a couple of them. A really good, great idea, actually. Really good. And I thought the host was very good, actually. Very good. In fact, I'm disappointed because I missed one. There's a guy I know, Matt Piper, who did the found instruments at home thing, and uh, he's He's a really, really cool guy, and uh, I was a bit disappointed I missed that. That was on Monday. You, so hopefully... Uh, you can see all of these. Oh. They, they are putting them all online afterwards. So Yeah, I can't see the video of his. Uh, I, I think just... some of them... I, I'm guessing there may be, have been some technical issues with some of the things, and perhaps you know, it's taken them a little longer to get the archives up online. So, uh, you know, perhaps there's, you know, that's just one of those things. Uh, as we yeah, know... I, I should say yeah, the bit I saw was the very first part of the very first one they did which was nothing but interview ah okay yeah that was Ernst and, so it may uh, yeah. not be representative of the of the total by any stretch no no there's quite a lot of good stuff I mean the, the, the guy with, with James Mobley uh, doing all the uh, finger drumming you know he had a couple of cameras and it was all you know and a screen grab and all this it was all pretty um, pretty high value and that's what I was that's what I was trying to figure out what how they did it because I'm kind of keen I'd like to do some stuff like that too and I just think it's a really great idea. I know, Gaz, you haven't had a chance to check it out, but, I mean, the idea of kind of creating a, a sort of... It's almost like an arts festival, essentially, but online where you bring everybody together, and they're sort of linked by the, the software, I suppose, which is, uh, which is one way of putting it together. But it's like... We were talking last week, weren't we, about live events, and it just seems like this seems to be... It's gravitating towards that extremely quickly at the moment. Great, yeah. It's, uh, I wonder, you know, when that... Um the Onboys collaboration software, uh, when that's uh, live, I wonder if you'd be able to do things, um, you know, uh, you know, use that software for right. an online collaboration, but with an audience, you know, people logging in um, somehow. I'm not sure. I, but, um, I don't know. I think it'd be good. I mean, hmm. you know, I'm, I'm keen to explore that. I just think it's a great idea and it's running right through till the 31st of May uh, where there's a guy called Gerald who is uh, one of the sort of fathers of, uh, of house music, basically. Uh, and he it was sort of like ambient chilled house music anyway. And he's doing a kind of uh, tour of his live rig and I don't know if he's playing or not, but uh, I imagine that's going to be quite a good one to watch. That's going to be on the 31st of May. So check it out, man. <laughs> right, uh, and oh yeah, the the URL is propellerheads.se slash mmm, as you might expect. <laughs> um, let's have a look. Gosh, have I really got through that many topics already? It seemed I'm sure I had a much long, longer <laughs> list. <already. laughs> I thought I had a much longer list than that, but clearly uh, I was mistaken. I suppose we could go to uh, just a word from our sponsor, because I think that's a, a primo. And perhaps when we get back, Gaz, you might be in a position to, uh, to begin our fantastic experiment. For those of you who don't know what's going on, uh, Gaz has um, promised to record, write and record 
a song in five minutes on uh, on the show live. And uh, from the stuff that he sent me in the past, I know that he's able to uh, <laughs> able to deliver. Because uh, when we sent him a, the, a Samson mic to, for him to use on the podcast, he wrote a, a, a great tune for us there, and that was quick. And also, <laughs> uh, I must say, Dave's not going to get off the hook because Dave sent a lovely ditty in uh, as well, uh, which was a sort of an ode to Sonic State, Sonic Tour, which I think is also worth a play. So maybe I'll play that. Oh, I'll, play, I'll play out with that or with Gaz's tune, depending on how it goes. But first of all, I would like to say uh, thank you very much to our show sponsor. Uh, once again, uh, we would like you to uh, please uh, take a bow, Yamaha, please. Um, Yamaha, uh, I've continued to sponsor the show. Uh, YamahaDownload.com, YamahaSynth.com. Uh, and what we're talking about here is the N-Series Mixer. The N-Series Mixing Consoles, for those of you watching on video, will be seeing some lovely sort of sweep, sweeping camera shots of the uh, these consoles. These are hybrid digital analog, uh, hybrid analog digital consoles, and they give you the characterised mic preamps. They've got lots of features. They've got an N preamp, which is specially made for these consoles. They've got sweet spot morphing compressor on each channel, which allows you to uh, dial in compressor very, very quickly for a record. Uh, they've got high Z input uh, for direct guitar or bass recording, wide range musical EQ, high resolution Rev X reverb, fully integrated pro level monitoring suite, aux sends for artist monitoring and external processing, dry or wet monitoring control, 24-bit 96 digital quality. These are Firewire mixers. In my opinion, Firewire is a better bus, just generally, because the asynchronous I.O. is much more efficient, in my mind. Uh, certainly on USB, you end up with sort of blockages and synchronization problems where it doesn't work in quite as smoothly. So I always prefer to use Firewire for my mixers. In fact, I've got a Firewire audio interface uh, connected up here because uh, that's just the performance I need. So anyway, please do check out the Yamaha N mixers, uh, yamahasynth.com. Just head over there. You'll be able to find a Pulse store, which is like a sort of Yamaha store within a store that allows you to go in and check one out, uh, run some audio through it, check out the compressors, check out the EQ, see what the features are like. Uh, once again, I forgot to mention, it also comes integrated with, uh, heavily integrated with Cubase AI, of which you get a copy when you buy the mixer. Uh, and also, if you're in the US, I'm sure you can find a Yamaha dealer where you'll be able to see one of these in action and try it out for yourself and once again we thank you very much for your continued sponsorship of the show yamahasynth.com is where you need to go to check out this stuff so Gaz uh, okay. I have a clock here which I'm going to hit reset on when you <laughs> when, oh, but when and only when you give me the nod so the idea is okay. um, just, just tell us a little bit about what you're going to do here Just let's set it up a bit more Okay, well, the the purpose of doing this and the reason why I was doing it uh, before was just a sort of, um, it's just like a sort of, it's a form of brainstorming ideas. You have to move so quickly that you can't sort of edit yourself. You've got to just do it. You've got to commit to an idea and do it, uh, even if the idea is a bit rubbish. But the idea being that... Um, by the end of the five minutes, you end up with something. And maybe that something could be the starting point uh, of something else or, or, or just a little bit of fun. But, um, I mean, it doesn't have to be five minutes. I'm doing it in five minutes as a bit of an extremist version of it. I, uh, usually, uh, when, in the past when I've done it, it's been like over, it's been an, over an hour-long period. Which Wow, which so you've bit. cut yourself off. <laughs> you've given yourself a factor of sort of ten. <laughs> Sub subtract. Uh, but... Um, what I would say, though, is uh, I have prepared... I'm, everything's going to be written... I, nothing, no music's going to be pre-prepared. Everything's going to be created on the fly, uh, including, like, 
some terrible vocals. Um, but what I have done is I've everything is ready and plugged in. Right, so you just I've got pick ba- it up. Yeah, I've got a bass guitar here I can grab. I've got an electric guitar and I've got a keyboard and I've got a microphone. Um, Your bass guitar so- is ringing out. You might want to damp oh. the string a second, because I guess in the speed of the moment, in the heat of the moment, it might actually ring out. So, ah, Rich, and Rich spots that chord in one. Um, so, Gaz, do we need do we need some kind of a uh, topic for you, or are you are you happy just oh. to sort of? No, a, a topic a topic would be good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so topic. chat room. This is where you come in. Mm-hmm. I think chat room should be <laughs> the arbiters of the topic for the for this. So, Gaz, I don't know if you can see the chat room, but I will tell you. Yes. Uh, what uh, they say, and I promise I won't make it up. So, uh, well, first of all, I, I think I should give you a choice, really, because that's fair. Um, so, um, first of all, let's see. Um, Schmidt seems to be a topic. That gives you a lot of rhyming potential, of course. Uh, <laughs> a country song about Mr. Schmidt. Okay, well, um, Swedish... Uh, okay, let's have a look. What else have we got? Uh, we need some more topics. Thunderbolt. Quog, <laughs> and uh, Mummy locked me in this attic, and all I have is this guitar. Additive synthesis. Mm, that's pretty good. What's that? <laughs> which, which one do you like? Which so what? So what are we getting? Mummy vote- locked me in the attic, and all I have is this guitar. That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go for that then. Uh, or yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, well, what what I thought was looking screens. What, Pick one you get- like. <laughs> Look at the screens. Uh, I'll try and get a bit of a bit of all of that in somehow. Oh wow! Good on uh, you. That, so yeah. basically, they've just written the lyrics to the song. You've just got to figure out how to scan them. <laughs> I have oh. to say that's that. that this is incredibly um, big of you, Gaz. I'm very, uh, really, really am. We really do appreciate. Right. Tell me when to okay. hit the button, and I will press the countdown. And I know you've got a little countdown yourself. Right, we're going to give we we'll give you a bit of leeway, but I'm going to just just okay. to make it you know thrilling. I'm going to have to, I'm going to take my headphones off, so I won't be able to hear you for the duration of this five minutes. So okay, that's them, and on on with these. So I'm now deaf to you. Um, okay, uh, I think I'm about ready. So uh, shall we go? Countdown: five, four, three, three two, two, one. one. Go. Okay. Okay, here so we go. First thing we're going to do, put down a beat. Uh, <laughs> right, I've got a little drum pad here. Uh. Okay, copy, 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 copy. A little basic drum, drum pad, uh, drum fill. Okay, uh, let's do. <laughs> little ending. <laughs> Uh, let's now. <laughs> He's moving towards the tambourine now. Control V is the title, I think, of this particular podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're getting some bass. Oh, some guitar. 
Okay. Liking it so far. And there's the ending. Two and a half minutes gone. What are we getting next? Is this a bass guitar? I can't tell. Yep, I think the bass is coming now. Yeah. Dan Electro, isn't it? <laughs> Lovely. My mother, she locked me in the attic. She said, don't come out until you've done your homework. minutes to go <laughs> yeah go on still got a minute left what's she going to put on what are we going to get next I can't is there time for a prog rock synth solo Okay. Can't hear the ha- yeah, not hearing the the keyboard yet. Whoa, 10 second guitar solo. Let's go. <laughs> okay, that's an ending. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be. Now, I'll play it all out. Excellent. 
We don't count the playing out as as part of the five minutes. I think that's not fair. Awesome. I forgot to have the monitor on for the guitar solo, so I played it in the wrong key. Um, so I'll play the tune now and see and see see what it sounds like. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Fantastic, guys! I just bearing your soul like that. I don't know how you do it. That was brilliant, and that was. I mean, it was. I reckon it was probably um, about five minutes and five seconds by the time you got before you started. You know, when you finally finished, that was brilliant. If you hadn't had to retake that one thing, you'd have been bang on. It's uh, it's a lot. I mean, yeah. Sorry, the lyrics. That's terrible. (laughs) The chat room's going wild. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, um, but I think the funny thing there is that I just don't know what the hell is, is I'm going to do. So uh, well, one guy uh, stormed out. Really? <laughs> no, Gat, Pete, 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 Pete just had to go. That's all. Oh, See oh, that yeah, guy, right. Pete. You didn't scare him off. He was here earlier. That was absolutely brilliant, Gaz. I mean, I don't think I'll have the bottle to do that personally, because or the uh, or the skill, more importantly, to come up with oh, the keyboard. Like, Oh, the keyboard didn't come out, did it? No, oh. I couldn't hear it. I was trying to tell you, but... Um... No, I, I overdubbed over the bass. Ah! ah I suppose that's one of the problems, though, isn't it? The high-speed nature of it is yeah. is it easy to actually cock it up because you've got to be kind of oh, quite focused it's... to make sure you're not destructively recording something else. <laughs> I think, I mean, for me, it's this kind of weird hemispherical shifting kind of thing, you know, where you're having to be very uh, technically minded, but then very creative at the same time so it's i think it's quite a tricky thing to sort of actually uh to, <laughs> to do really it'd be great if someone else was engineering it then yeah well that's what i'm then. thinking i think that would be fair wouldn't it if you had someone else who was yeah. just taking care of that then you'd be much more yeah, 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 yeah. you'd be in the right yeah. side of your brain for it uh tim glasgow well i guess that's tim glasgow t underscore glasgow in the chat room says we need stems for remixes now oh yeah welcome to them <laughs> <laughs> welcome to us <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, great. That, that seemed to go down extremely well in the chat room, uh, which is a bumper uh, week, by the way. 
So well done. You're, you've, you've, you've obviously got a good crowd. You pulled a crowd. I wonder if anybody <laughs> else has, uh, we can find anybody. Yeah, new format for a TV show. Uh, I find myself most creative when I'm not thinking about it. In, incidentally, um, just, just out of, uh, I was playing just some random stuff on uh on razor earlier and i got really into a couple of things and uh, you know it's when you're not thinking about stuff that it really does kind of come upon you i wish i bloody recorded it now because i could have used it in mm. the sounds video that's got to accompany it but that was fantastic guys so just, did you have some processing going on the individual instruments so that when they were done they were sort of dynamically taken care of or was it all pretty much uh yeah i did actually i put some limiters uh on some of the tracks yeah and i also uh rooted the vocal pre-rooted the vocal track to some reverb um, and the guitar as well a little bit. I think that's fair uh, enough. Um, but other than that, it's like a kind of... But what I've done is I've created a uh, template. So if ever, t- any time I want to do just like a spontaneous kind of song, I can just uh, just load up the template and that everything's ready to go. And I'd actually recommend that. It's a good thing to do if you've got... Um, you know, if you just want to have a little doodle, quite often you just kind of get mired in the kind of bogged down with the kind of computery sort of side of things. But if you've got a template and you've got a whole palette of sounds all ready to go, I, I do it sometimes with keyboards as well. I just kind of create loads of tracks, put loads of keyboards on, and then I turn the monitor off. Um, I've got a little... Oh, yeah, uh, alpha, alpha track thing. Is that yeah. an alpha track? Yeah, it is. No, uh, that's a transport. Um, oh, yeah. That's the alpha track. Oh, yeah, I've got one of those too. Um, Mine's not plugged in either. (laughs) I just... uh, Oh, what happened there? That was exciting. Oh, sorry. That was me pushing my transport. Ah, you started the song inadvertently. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, Sorry. Of course, I can't hear my computer. You can. Um, But what I was going to say, if you turn the... turn your monitor off, turn your screen off, have loads of sounds already set up, and then just uh, get lost in music. You know, it's, uh, it's a really liberating thing. You know, we spend such a lot of time hunched over looking at the screen and, uh, you know, just get the, turn the screen off. I mean, here on uh, my uh, pad control, right. uh, I don't know if you can see that, but yeah. I put a little post, post-it notes on there. Um, and I've pr- pretty much figured out everything that I need to do uh, without having to look at the screen at all. So I do. I literally just turn the screen off. Uh, one of the nice things about that, especially, is when you're working with people, you don't have your back to them. There's this thing, I call it the hunch, where the person who's operating the computer has got their back to the people they're working with. And then, you know, I, I, with the monitor turned off, I face the people I'm working with, and it's a really, it's really nice. Uh, well, it's nice no, for me. No, I don't know no, if it's I, nice. I see. Yeah, that, no, that's an interesting point because that's that's absolutely true. Because you just aren't, you know, you're sort of removed, aren't you, to a degree? Yeah, mm. and uh, and I, I put that thing so other people could reach it as well. So actually, to to, to just to share the power a little bit, because um, I used to uh, call uh, audio engineering mousing, you know, sort of mousing by somebody, you know, because yeah, that's the extent of the engineering. It's all done on the mouse. Um, so it's actually trying to get a bit of distance from that, really. That's, that, that, that's the sort of thing I'm trying to do no, anyway. Really interesting point. Really interesting point. I mean, there was that thing when we were, the Underworld thing that we covered a few weeks back when they were talking about machine and uh, the fact that it, 
frees you up from thinking in mm-hmm. the in the in the in the usual ways that when you sit at a computer you're doing something in a certain way. So you kind of, you know, all these things that you're you're suggesting also other ways of doing similar things. So you're working purely on the creative side. But yeah, excellent, excellent stuff. So thank Great, you guys. very much, Gaz. Have you, have you have you decided what to call the song? Got a title? Oh, on oh it's got to be something about homework, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the dog ate my uh, homework. Uh, nope. The uh... <laughs> yeah, something about uh, the attic. Uh, I think the attic. Yeah, homework in the attic. <laughs> Joys in the attic after the homage to the uh, Aerosmith song. Anyway, Joys. Joys in the attic. Anyway, um, thank you, Gaz. That was really brilliant. Thank you very much indeed. I just, you know, uh. <laughs> I can only commend you on, you know, having the like I said, having the balls to do it and just getting on with it. Very well done. Thank you very much. Um, uh, we, you. we could move on to a couple of other topics as well and now, unless anyone's got anything to add to that particular uh, section segment. Um, I will. Let me see. Uh, oh yes, this is this. This might, in fact, be a little bit related to the the kind of the, the interfacing idea. And this was uh, the A and R button works audio myths. I'll just play you a little bit of this. I think. I think I'm going to play a little bit of this, but I don't appear Hi, to be. I'm Ethan Weiner, and this is a video version of my AES workshop presentation from October 12th. I'll try that again, because that was rubbish. Hi, I'm Ethan Weiner, and this is a video version of my AES workshop presentation from October 12th, 2009. Uh, I have like six hours worth of stuff to present, so we'll get to what we can. <laughs> I, That's know, too much. What I'm going to talk about is the basics <laughs> of uh, how the human perceptual system works and obviously specialize in the auditory systems. Once you get past that initial loudness um, analysis that happens in the cochlea, everything can be steered. Everything will be steered, even if you try not to. What do you mean by steered? Meaning, like if you're listening for, say, high frequencies, you won't even notice the baseline. If you're listening for the baseline, you might not hear high frequencies. So in the context of what this workshop is about, listening to different kinds of AD converters and mic preamps, it's hard to hear the whole range at once is what you're saying. Well, you focus on specific instances at a given time. You can listen over and over and over and focus on different things each time, but that, in fact, is often the problem. If I play the same thing twice, you you listen to two different things, you will remember two different things. This isn't hallucination. This isn't deception. This is how your brain works. The problem is if you expect a difference, you're going to listen for different things and you hear different things. I won't play it all, obviously, um, but that was a, it was a, there's an hour of this stuff. And um, it sounds kind of dry in this context, but it's actually really, really interesting. That um, Most yeah. of the voice there you heard that wasn't uh, Ethan Weiner was James Johnston, who uh, is, I, I'm not entirely sure what his, he's, he's like a kind of cognitive listening expert. And there's other people in, uh, involved in the talk, somebody called, uh, Poppy Crumb, which is a fantastic name, uh, who does some mm. great, de- that, but and they just go on and talk about some amazing um, subjects. I mean, first of all, is the idea that you can't actually sp- make any realistic judgments based on uh, if you've got any external stimulus or anything that is affecting you thinking what you're go- what you're you're hearing. It's impossible to make uh, to make it work. The other one was um, how. That's reinforced. Uh, I think Poppy Crumb goes on to do a demonstration where she plays something backwards and nobody understands what it is. Then she puts the lyrics up and it's incredibly clear. You think you are hearing it properly. And when you close your eyes, you can't understand it anymore. It's really clever. 
Uh, or maybe it's not clever. Maybe it's obvious. And then there's some other ones later on where they go on to talk about um, these kind of hocus-pocus uh, hi-fi audio file uh, special crystals you put on your speakers and your leads and in the corner of the room. It's just absolutely brilliant. And I really I recommend it to everybody. Uh, Rich, did, uh, did, did you say in the chat room that is it Ethan that's a friend of yours? Oh, yeah. Ethan Wider's my buddy. Ah, okay. Um, and we've uh, sort of a uh, – uh, yeah, you'll find my name on the Real Traps website endorsing his products and uh, – yeah, Ah, he makes, real tra- uh, he makes the Real Trap stuff. Right, okay, of course. Yeah, yeah. And he's a very, very smart man. Um, I remember watching this a while back. I didn't watch it again this morning, but I, I did watch this a while ago. And so I'm not sure if I remember it correctly, but the guest in this – example that you played seemed almost to be making the point that there is no such thing as acoustical objectivity and that you can basically be fooled by anything. It almost, it almost, it played into something that's sort of a pet peeve of mine, which is that for my entire life, people have been telling me that it's impossible to hear things that I know that I hear. Right. And I don't know, I don't know how else or how better to describe it or quantify it than that, but Sometimes a subtle change in something makes a big difference. And you can talk about the psychology of how you come to believe that you're going to hear something different because of a certain result. And I've seen that happen too. I've seen an entire room full of people believe that when the engineer reached over and turned something that the high frequency was changing. And it turned out that what he was turning, and it was unbeknownst to him at the time, was actually not affecting anything. And and this was a room full of knowledgeable, musical, experienced you know, awards out the wazoo kind of people. And uh, so I, I, I've kind of observed it both ways. And uh, I very much enjoyed watching Ethan's panel on this. And I kind of like Ethan. I think I want, actually, I very much like Ethan, but I, I love to listen to him talk about this kind of stuff. And uh, it's a great, great resource for this stuff. Yeah, no, some brilliant stuff in there. I particularly like the, uh, well, the, the topic was rather facetiously titled The A&R Button Works. Uh, and they, they call it the producer channel, I think, in their particular talk, uh, where you give the producer and everybody nods and goes, oh, yeah, that's better. And that everybody believes, in fact, probably lots of the people believe that something is actually happening. But it's, mm. it, to me, it seemed to boil down to ultimately, you know, it's not about any of that stuff, is it? It's just about if it feels good at the time and kind of doesn't sound terrible, then it is good. Or is that too simplistic? Gaz, you've just done a five-minute song. You probably have an opinion. <laughs> yeah, I had a terrible one, too. Um, yeah, I've got quite a few opinions about this. I, I watched it a while ago. Um, very interesting. I kind of think that uh, Ethan Weiner's going to have a, a few contracts taken out on his life, I think, by some uh, high-end audio <laughs> hi-fi manufacturers, I think. Because um, he does kind of rubbish a lot of, uh, a lot of that stuff, doesn't he? He talks about... Um, recordings made with like a uh a sound blaster or uh they did some in fact in that there's a demonstration isn't it between like a sound blaster and like an apogee or something and uh you know and it's almost you can't really tell much difference well i thought you could tell some difference but he didn't seem to think so <laughs> um I th- you know so i think it's interesting you know he's he's he seems to be really enjoying sort of um, debunking <laughs> yeah debunking uh which you know which i think is cool and i think because he's in the market of um sound absorption the, tr- the real traps and stuff which uh 
definitely work. They definitely work, you know. Um, whereas some other things maybe do they work? Mm. But it, I, I, but it's a really interesting point that Rich Rich was saying though, um, because I love recorded at ninety six k, and a friend of mine believes that it makes no difference whatsoever, and <laughs> and like you know, I'm saying I'm saying to him. Oh, but, you know, I was like recording a piano. I've been recording it at 44, moving the mics around. And then once I found a nice place, switch it to 96. And like, wow, that just suddenly just takes on like a... And he's going, ah, but without a double blind test, you know, how do you know you're truly hearing it better? And I was going, I just know. And then, but then he's going, oh, you know, you have to do a test. But then I think if I was to do a test, I'd be so nervous about being proved wrong that I wouldn't be listening in the same way. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Well, I mean, it stands to reason, doesn't it? I mean, I think the, the 96K thing makes sense if you're kind of just ending up down at, you know, 128K BPS MP3s. I think it's hard to argue for the, the case for 96. But I suppose you can capture more. Yeah, I, I, you know, I... <sighs> I, I mean, when I watched that audio miss thing, um, I'm sorry, I don't want to uh, slag off your friend, <laughs> Rich, but I was kind of thinking that I went and checked out some of the some of the music that he was making and recorded, and I just didn't think it sounded very good. <laughs> well, it's, it's, so in that terms kind of, of audio side, or in terms of well, just just naff music, really. Right. Uh, God, I feel awful saying that, but um, but it, it did sort of undermine his kind of argument a little bit for me um wow but interesting <laughs> well i suppose that in terms of qualification you know how you sort of hear you you uh, you uh feel about somebody's opinion i can understand how that would work i mean for instance mm. last night here's a case in point last night i went to this art thing and uh, there was this chap there i don't remember his name i was introduced to him by somebody and he shook my hand with such a force it actually really hurt and he, cr- he sort of crushed my hand for no and i don't know why he did it i mean i've got no reason to i wasn't being threatening or anything and it gave me great pleasure to know that his art was really suckish and it looked terrible and had no thought behind it and i just I, and it's just it, it sort of justified it you know it was that one thing justified the other and that that's perhaps a little unrelated i just wanted to get that in in case he's somehow listening anyway if you if you are listening mate don't shake hands so hard it's actually really painful Oof. uh yeah so i don't know i mean i've been a bit i've been a bit I was being a bit reactionary against him in a way because... Uh, I suspect he that... quite enjoys that. I get the feeling he's the kind of guy that likes to provoke a bit of a reaction. His delivery mm. and, you know, the way that he, he puts his points across are bound to garner a little bit of that. I mean, you're not going to be start naming and slagging off actually commercially available products without mm. expecting some kind of uh, comeback. I don't know, Dave, did you, uh, did you find any of this um, fascinating? Did you know all of it already or did it uh, just... This is your subject that's very, very close to our hearts here. And in fact, uh, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the chat room here because I know Number Crunch is in there and he frequents a lot of these forums. And it just reminds some of the conversations that uh, happen, reminds me of that little joke, you know, with the guy, with the wife saying, are you coming to bed, darling? And this guy saying, no, sorry, I'll be up in a minute. Somebody on the internet is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> But there are two there are two mindsets here. There is a scientific mindset, which you know 
programmers and coders and all clever buggers deal with all the time and then there is a creative and an artistic mindset and I find it very fascinating once you get into forums on these subjects Hugh Robjohns did a thing in Sound on Sound uh, several months ago which was about dither and jitter and all that kind of stuff and it was that actually some of the claims that the manufacturers make are I'm stretching it a little bit here, I'm pushing the boundaries a little bit but I'm, I'm slightly false let's say or um exaggerated but a musical person or a creative person may hear those differences as something pleasing whereas a scientist will go numbers are numbers maths is maths you can't change you know physics but a musician or a creative person may hear something or may believe that they hear something and what i love about this industry is trying to marry those two mindsets as it were and that's what I find really fascinating. Uh, years and years ago, I had this job where uh, I had to... There was a big corridor down the middle of this um, manufacturing company and the eggheads were on one side and all the musicians were on the other side and I had to kind of make them talk to each other. And it was probably the hardest job because they never communicated. You know, they create products that were really great, but you'd need to stand on two legs and press 17 buttons in order yeah. to turn the bloody thing on. And it was trying to kind of get over all of those, just marry the technical side with the musical side. And for me, that's at the risk of sounding like somebody from The Apprentice. It's a, it's a real passion of mine, and I do love it. I really do love it. And I'm kind of waiting for Number Cruncher to pile in because, seriously, I've been party to conversations, particularly on Pro Sound Web, where I've just gone, dude, you have the patience of a saint because he will explain things completely scientifically. And yet, you will still get people go, nope, you are wrong. My ears tell me different. <laughs> well, sometimes it's so incredibly subtle. I'd just like to say hello to Mark Tinley in the chat room. He's in a car park on his mobile phone. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it. Um, but, anyway. but, but audiophile guys are really guilty of selling snake oil. They really are. You know, all that, the lead stuff. Most of it oh, yeah. is just cobblers. Well, the green as pen around the CD. Cobblers. And also the, the power cable, that was kind of an interesting one because obviously the, the one point that I think it's James Johnson makes is, uh, is that, yeah, okay, but you know, you've already got, you've got 400 metres of really crappy mains cable before you plug your thing into the wall. So how is it possibly <laughs> going to make any difference for that last little metre and a half? You know? Maybe, mm. I, I mean, audio cables, definitely. You know, we, uh, I have heard the difference. You, know, you get massive differences in, in cabling. I mean, there's, just, there's no denying that, but that's carrying the signal. So there's yep. no reason yep. why it wouldn't. I can understand that. Digital stuff, HDMI cables and all that kind of stuff, why would you want to pay, you know, 100 quid for an HDMI cable? It's all digital. It's well, I, I, there, is, there is a case. It's only down to the, the, the clock and the sink because if you've got a crummy one, you get artefacts in the, in the, in the picture. It doesn't include the, maybe include the, improve the quality, but it stops it from futzing about because it's trying to yeah, sync, okay. sync the signal. But I don't think, you know, a good digital sync... And then a more expensive cable than that is going to make that much difference, perhaps. I don't know. Rich, you're looking like you have, uh, you might, you, you, you might have something to say on that. But you may not. I could have read you wrong. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, nothing specific other than that I very much enjoyed listening to Dave talk about it. Nothing additional really to say. Okay. But uh, the, I th I'm going to just jump in here with the, uh, the classic line in a way that um, at the end of the day, when you're making music... It is shit in, shit out. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It can be. But sometimes 
Sometimes you get um, something really crummy and it just has it captures something. So it depends what portion of it is the aforementioned matter. You yeah. know, whether it's the technical process, whether it's the creative part, whether it's just the playing's not so good. You mm. know, I mean, it's not always because I mean, I listen. I listen to some of the Velvet Underground stuff, frankly, and I just sort of think. How did they kind of say that was all right to release? You know, it just it doesn't. You know, uh, okay. but but still, you know, and that was at the time. But now I listen to it again differently, perhaps without any kind of technical side, or and I can I can appreciate the atmosphere and the sentiment of it, which is a different kind of energy. So it's very, you know, subjective. I think I think what I really mean there, though, in a way, is um, you know, I, I I sometimes follow these forum threads, and uh, and quite often the people who are have got the most opinions if you follow the links to the music more often than that they make more often than not it's terrible you know it's missing and that it's element just, to it well that's fair uh, yeah you know it might you know and you know the best mics the best preamps the best signal path the best everything is no substitute for a bit of quality music at the source you know and i, I always kind of say but robert johnson you know you listen to robert johnson's recordings and they're terrible in terms of the quality in you know by today's standards it's uh you know like a super bandwidth really uh but you listen to it and it's fantastic but it isn't fantastic by any audiophile standard you know but just, i'd right. much rather listen to that than loads of beautifully recorded modern stuff you know. This might be a good time to play Dave's song. Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should. Maybe maybe it is. I'm just trying to think. It's, it's five past four. I think we've covered an enormous amount of ground here. I think perhaps the flame talking Apropos synth module. The, that point. The flame. The frame talking. The frame talking synth module can uh, can perhaps wait. Uh, and perhaps what, now what we should do is. Uh, well, first of all, maybe we should we should we should have Dave tell us a little bit about the, about the construction of this, and then uh, we'll say our goodbyes, and I can play us out with it. Does that seem like a a, a reasonable format to proceed with? So, Dave, uh, tell us. I got this song sent from you. Uh, I'm guessing it's the Whirly behind you that was uh, the main body. Yeah, yeah. I went to um, uh, a kind of lovey's fest. It was a musical. It was a cabaret evening. And I was quite fascinated. I was watching the pianist, and, uh, they, and they were all great, but they don't half love their cheesy chords. <laughs> and, uh, and the vocals are just, you know, it's all about me. It should be all about me. And I was just kind of <laughs> like, it's, it's quite entertaining. But I kind of came away with this idea of creating this huge musical extravaganza that just took the mickey out of it all. Oh. And I boshed down some chords on the Wurlitzer, and I was just mucking around with these really cheesy, cheesy, horrible chords, chords that I would normally never play. And I went out for a walk, and all the way on my walk, I was just humming this melody in my head. And the word sonic state came into it, so I came back and boshed <laughs> down some lyrics in about three minutes, and then I recorded it for a, a bit of light relief, because it's, it's pretty intense here at the minute, and... Uh, on a Monday morning, I just went to a few people. Do you want something to cheer you up on a Monday morning? It did, and, and it did very much cheer me up. I was, it, and it's very endearing also. And in fact, I think I got the, <laughs> I got the reference because uh, I believe I, I had a video concept for the, uh, for the actual video. And it was the, uh, the, the naked organist from Monty Python. <laughs> which, and it was so <laughs> I had, in my head, it was just like that, that Monty Python, every sperm is sacred. is just such a masterpiece. Yeah. And in my head, it was like that was the full-on orchestral accompaniment. <laughs> but as I said before, we didn't have the budget. We didn't have the time. 
So we ended up with something a bit different, which I'll play in a second. Well, maybe I should <laughs> play it now, and then we should all say goodbye. How about yeah. that? I like, okay, here it comes. Yeah. You ready, everybody? Cool. This is um, using the most modern technology I have available at the moment. Sonic State, you know it's really great For the latest in music technology So make a date for the podcast mates At Wednesday 4 to 5 GMT Cos all this technology is fine But sometimes it feels like the blind lead the blind And that's where Sonic State shine Cos they can cut through the crap And give you some facts and laughter So drink up mates, a toast to Sonic State For Rich and Gaz and Marks and my opinion Not forgetting Nick and all he brings to it Cos without him we'd be like lambs to the slaughter Cos all this technology is fine But the marketing men will have you think That everything they do is just perfection on a plate But that's not always the case And you don't want to waste The cash that you make On something shite Sonic State, you know it's really great For the latest in music technology So make a date for the podcast, mate Live at Wednesdays, 4 to 5 GMT Cos all this technology is fine But occasionally you need some advice And that's where Sonic State shine Cause in simple terms you'll never be great If you don't head over to the super duper Sonic State Thank you very much (laughs) Awesome Dave I'll tell you what though that's definitely put a bit of colour in your cheeks yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thank you, you very much. I think that's the theme. And I think a little bit yeah. of dancing and movement went along there. I think that could be the official video right there. I was thinking of stripping out and showing my ass to the camera <laughs> as the uh, naked organist, but I thought perhaps that might be going a little bit too far. <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, Dave Spears, G4 Software. What a, let's have a round of applause there. Thank you very much, Dave. <laughs> Excellent. So, actually, you've not been working on a new instrument at all. You're actually working on a musical, a musical cabaret show, aren't you? With that, with that, and that's one of the numbers. Yeah, I've spent about <laughs> we've spent about two and a half years on that just to get that far. <laughs> oh, thanks, Dave. That was really great. Thank you very much. I will also say thank you very much to Gaz Williams, uh, songsurgeon.co.uk, and probably the bravest man, certainly of this last. <laughs> Hour probably closely tied with Dave there as well. And, oh, I uh, think so. And uh, thank you very much. Songsurgeon.co.uk. And uh, Gaz, you will, are you going to send me a, 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 a prettified MP3 of that so we can put it into? I can put it into the show later. You bounce me oh, one sure, on email. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got to. I've got to do the play out. <laughs> and of course, we have got Rich Hilton over here uh, from Connecticut, uh, who's been with us. Now you look at it. Looks a very good video channel this week. Nobody's all blocky and blurry. The video has been great for the first time in blooming ages. Maybe that's because I'm so small. There's a, a tiny little image down the bottom. But Rich Hiltonius, MySpace, and uh, all that. Thank you very much for joining us too. It's been really good fun as ever. I said thank you very much. I enjoyed it very. It was great. Thank you. You guys are amazing. I could never live up to this standard. 
Well, now I'm feeling like, you know, I'm glad my picture Gauntlet is really small. Because I'm feeling pretty small, <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking what I could possibly do. I, I did all my stuff before the show. My my reactor jam was uh, was awesome. You know, I just didn't record any of it, sorry. And I was singing along as well. I had some great lyrics. The, the chat room will show you. Anyway, thanks very much, guys. That was great. Sonic Talk number 217. That was a wrap. Uh, it's live uh, Wednesday, the 11th of May, 2000. You'll be able to get this all on uh, iTunes and all your various uh, MP3 outlets later uh, tomorrow. Uh, hopefully should be posted. And, uh, yeah, look out for the Native Instruments Razor review. Look out for Gaz's fa- fabulous MP3. Uh, I'll, I'll include them. Perhaps <laughs> I'll include links to them in the show notes. Why not? If that's all right with everybody. And um, thanks also to the sponsor of the show, YamahaSynth.com uh, and their wonderful N-Series mixers. So that's Sonic Talk number 217. It's a wrap. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> She locked me in the attic She said